let's roll our sleeves up and get into it. <laughs> this is going to be a good, yeah. good episode. But I we're going to flirt with both because it's not just firing clients, but we've been fired. Yeah. Breakups in general. Yeah. So we're going to cover it all. Yeah. All right. So who's jumping into their... Oh, I don't know. Breakup story You know my first. favorite breakup story. I do. I know your favorite breakup story. Um, I have a top one, and actually, Melissa doesn't know this story yet. I cannot well, wait to hear it. <laughs> yeah, so I guess maybe let's start with uh, that one. Yes. Um, so all names stay anonymous, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was. this was when I was back at the salon I worked at before I went independent, and there was this one client. I had inherited her through somebody that I assisted who went on maternity leave. And she was that one more foil every single time client, like never wanted to pay extra, but always wanted a little bit more. And she had finer hair to give her due. I was not charging her probably even close to what I should be charging her. Um, And even when we went through price increases, because I was like so new in the industry, like I was so scared to charge her more because every time she'd come in, she'd be like, I just want a few more foils. I just want to be a little blonder, but like I don't have a lot of hair. So like it shouldn't be more. Like she literally said these words. It's like so wild if I could like go back and like shake myself. Like I just like did it in front of you. So (laughs) as if people could see. Um, But the way she used to talk to me was so crazy. And the wildest part is the, the appointment before we had like our breakup. I took care of her service because she had a death in her family and she came in and I felt so horrible. So I, you know, did it on the house. Right. And she was so sweet that day. So I was like, wow, maybe I'm like cracking through. Uh, So the next time she comes in, like the manager at the time, who happens to be my really good friend now, so (laughs) I'm sure Holly's somewhere laughing, um, was like, you got to do it. Like her and I had been talking about it because like she knew every single time she nickel and dimed me, right? So she's like, you got to do it today and just blame it on the salon. Just say we went through a price increase and that he was reviewing all of your numbers and, you know, he noticed this one specific ticket was always lower than everybody else's. Like, you have to bring her up to the shop minimums. Right. Okay, cool. So she comes in. She sits down. I wrap her up. I'm like, hey, what's up? And she hits me with the same thing. few more foils uh, to be blonder, right? The worst. So I'm like, no, don't do it. Because I knew at that moment I had to. And I was like, that's totally fine. I was like, I completely get it. I know you want to be a little bit blonder. But I have to start charging you. If I do any additional foils to what we've been doing, you no longer fall underneath the few foils category. And I have to charge you for a partial highlight. Makes sense. And she was a partial. Like, her placement was a partial. She was practically a full at this freaking point. Like, she was getting (laughs) those free foils every single time. So she got so mad the moment I said that. And she's like, what do you even mean? And I was like, well, if I do any additional foils more than what I already have in, you know, placement-wise in your hair where I'm not just retouching, but I'm actually pulling through and adding additional foils into your hair, I then have to charge you what our partial price is. Like, there's no more few foils charge. And... um So for anybody who does hair, like, so you can fully understand this woman's placement, like, the nerve she had, she had a full-blown mohawk, like, all the way down the back, like, underneath, like, her crown. And then, like, all the sides. Like, this was more, this was a partial. Even I know that that is more than a few foils. Oh, yeah. A few foils is, like, five. Like, homegirl, (laughs) you gigs up. Like, that's it. So she um, got so pissy, and she's like, well, I don't want to pay the additional. This is ridiculous. I don't even have that much hair. And I was like, well, that's why there's shop minimums. So technically, like, you would fall into our minimum, and then it goes up depending on if more foils or more product is needed that's why it's a starting price that's why we label it starting pricing so she's like oh and you feel good about this is what she says so I'm like well again it's not really about me feeling good or not feeling good 
I have to do it. Like it's to the point that like it's been pointed out, whatever. Um, and I, I have to charge you. I was like, I totally understand if you're not comfortable with paying the additional today, but I would just retouch what you have going on. I can't add additional color work if you don't want to pay additional. Right. And she goes, (laughs) she goes, well, how does it feel for you to be doing somebody's hair color right now? That's never going to come back to you. (laughs) And I was like. Uh, so am I doing a few foils or am I doing a partial? Like we still haven't covered that part. So I was like, okay. So we settle on, I don't even remember. Oh, we settled on a few foils. Like she let me just retouch what she had. She wouldn't pay the additional. So through the whole service, I'm like trying to change the subject, like ask her about like, you know, her family. Um, I remember she had like a daughter, like I was trying to like break through oh, so and she awkward. was just like, do you know, you know, your, your owner should feel really good about himself. And I'm like, oh, okay. I was like, you know, we have been through a few price increases. I know you've seen them on my mirror because that's how it used to go when I worked at that salon. Like mm-hmm. you had to put it on your mirror that like said we were going through the price increase I was like we have gone through a few and like we haven't hit you with it yet and I was like I do feel like it's getting to the point especially when you want more done like you have to understand like at some point like we can't just be giving away product you know like I have to be compensated for my time along with the salon um I used to be a hostess and I work front desk so you know the customer (laughs) service thing didn't slip by me so she like sits there the whole time and she's she keeps saying that same thing like how does it feel to know that you know this is going to be our last visit together like literally like searing into my soul I'd be like good it feels great right right like now now, I would have not even foiled her like if she spoke to me like that like we wouldn't have even gotten to the foil part because if you asked for additional foils I mean and you didn't want to pay like that would be it but this was newer in the industry for me of course of course so she finishes up her service like I dry her hair and she takes the, I take the cape off of her, right? No, I I no, she didn't <laughs> let me take the cape off. That's what it was. So she doesn't let me take the cape off. She like starts to stand up and I'm trying to like help her at the same time, but she's like all huffy at this point. Like she liked her hair. Um, so she's all huffy at this point. She like rips the cape off of her neck, right? Like it like tore a little in the back and she like angrily ripped it off because she like unsnapped it herself. And she threw the cape at me and stormed to the front desk. So I just like gave the ticket and like never did I see her again. Like that was that breakup. I mean, it was wild. Oh my God. Now, like it would never get to that point with like where I'm at now, as far as like boundaries and everything are concerned. Um, and like recently, I guess I could head right into like a newer version of like a breakup because you know there was an incident here where um, listen, everybody has an off day, and I was giving a lot of opportunity to try to give the excuse that it was an off day, but like this person was just straight up disrespectful to not just me but like oh this is yeah. this leads in to my favorite oh, breakup yeah. this is my number one because that person came crossed, to me for a yes, while I know and but I think it's a good example because like this breakup when like you look at the two versions like I remain silent during that whole time when that person threw a cape at me and like verbally assaulted (laughs) me pretty much like through their whole service. And I took it where in this next one, um, again, like I'm more than willing to say people have off days. I do think that this person that I'm referring to maybe needs to learn and possibly she has because it's been some time that's passed since the incident. Well, should we tell my breakup story with that said person and yeah I mean look at me I'm just turning into a gossip I keep going like clearly we found Demi's favorite episode (laughs) and it's this one (laughs) prepare for a two-hour episode for real so with that being said yes and then I'll piggyback off of yours well because my breakup with that client came first right and then I was like begging you for the longest time but anyways so this client came to me and I did her nails, obviously. She 
found me through Demi when we worked in the suites. She was mm-hmm. the sweetest person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did her nails, and then she started showing up late. Mm-hmm. First, it was five minutes late. Mm-hmm. Then it was like 10 minutes late and stuff like that, which was annoying me. But she always was like, hey, I'm on my way. Like, I'll be there shortly. All yeah. of those things. So until one day, she was scheduled and she was 10 minutes late. I texted her like, hey, are you on your way? Your appointment was at whatever time it was. Silence. Heard nothing. So like five minutes later, I texted her again like, hey, if you're not here by such and such a time, I'm not going to be able to do your service. Again, radio silence. So then the last time I texted her, this was probably like 20 to 25 minutes into her scheduled service. There was no way that I could do the service at this point. So I texted her and I was like, hey, just so you know, as of now, I'm not going to be able to perform the service as I have somebody right after you. Um, You know, we'll have to reschedule. However, there is a no-show fee. And at the time, it was like, it was 30 bucks. It was Mm -hmm. like 50% of whatever the scheduled service was. I have never seen those three little bubbles pop up so fast on an iPhone iMessage. Yeah. (laughs) After I sent that message. And she was like, I had a flat tire. I couldn't call you or I couldn't message you. And I was like, no worries. You know, I, I get it. Things happen, whatever. However, because I can't do your appointment, there is a $30 fee. Yeah. And I think, oh my gosh, I can't even remember what she messaged back to me. Mm-hmm. But I just, you know, she she was just like, well, then you're just going to have to remove all of my appointments. I think she was trying to call my bluff. Yeah. Um, and I was like, that's, you know, that's fine. Like, if you can't aff- oh, I remember what it was. She, that was when this person lost their job, which... My heart broke for her. Which is tough. Whatever. I I get it. Yeah. Um, So she had said that she didn't have the $30. And I said, listen, I'm just going to have to take out your appointments. Right. Um, Once you pay that fee, then we can look at rebooking you. Mm -hmm. You know, I understand. I think, like, the one thing, and, like, especially because, (laughs) like, I'm, you know, I'm fully, we're both very understanding and let a lot go is I one thing before you even finish your story that I'd like to make clear (laughs) is when there's little wiggle room or you allow less wiggle room it's because of the relationship that's been created exactly so a normal client that maybe has shown you respect these things would not even Like them crawling out of a job and having a flat tire, like forget about like the no show fee, like come in and like, I'll do your nails this round on me. But this had been pushed so far. Right. So, you know, I told her, I was like, no worries, we'll take out your appointments. And I think she was trying to call my bluff. Like Mm -hmm. she didn't think that I would do that. So she was like, yeah, please remove my appointments. So Mm -hmm. I did. I took her out of my book. And then I think it was you who told me her mom then went to your studio saying about how, like, I canceled her appointment or something. Like, it was some yeah. crazy whatever yeah. that I wasn't even, like, involved in. But then it got to the point when we moved here in the salon together that it was so awkward when she would come in. Because mm-hmm. I would be like, hey, how are you? And it would just be nothing. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, this was like years later. After I know, we which broke is up. like it. It, it was just unneeded. It was unnecessary. Like yeah. yeah, it was unnecessary. And then I do one of the girls in the plaza her nails, mm-hmm. and I guess she had gone into their store to shop. And you know, my client made you know like, oh, your nails are so cute. Does Melissa do them? Because she knows that I'm right next door to them. Yeah. And this girl was like, no, we had a falling out years ago. Yeah. And, like, made it so awkward. Like, well, and then I guess the best part of that whole story, too, was when she sent me her friend. Mm -hmm. And her friend started coming to me to get her nails done. Right. And then, how did I forget this part? Anyways, her friend started coming to me to get her nails done, posted them on Instagram. Mm Mm-hmm. 
the former client saw it, reached out to me in DM and was like, hey girl, I see my friend comes and gets her nails done. I'd love it if, you know, I could book an appointment with you. And I think I came over to you and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, she thinks I forgot about this? Yeah. So I messaged her back and I was like, hey, yeah, no problem. My next availability is this date and this time. However, you still owe me that no-show fee of $30. Right. Like, you're not going to get past that. I know. (laughs) And then it was radio silence. Right. And then that's when I got the cold shoulder. Mm Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. And it was, (laughs) like, I I don't – my thing is this, and I said it because, you know, then – in the long run to piggyback on that that (laughs) turned into a breakup for me too um again like I said people can have off days and that's totally fine right um and I (laughs) like use the two stories as a great example of like growth for myself with like personal respect Mm -hmm. right because the first one I just stood there like silent and in this next run-in um listen I've ran late. I, I double and triple books. So there's been times where I wish I could tell you I'm a perfectionist. I'm not like, you know, well, I'm a perfectionist when it comes to the color, but I'm not when it comes to, you know, sometimes things happen. Sometimes I will be a little behind. I'm right. more than flexible and understanding of that. But, um, you know, there was a situation where it was almost 25 minutes into the appointment and Mm -hmm. I was in a position that I um, was being told that that would work rather than Mm -hmm. it being understood that it wouldn't and that was when I knew the tone was shifting that day and um, then there was some disrespect directed towards my assistant which is like oh yeah that's that's it for me yeah you know, it's one thing if I choose to absorb some disrespect and say it's an off day. Um, not that I think you ever should, but, well, I shouldn't say you never should because you can have an off day if we expect our clients to understand we're human, vice versa, right? Right, of course. Um, but it was just no matter the direction that we were kind of going, it was inevitable Um that it kind of was leading to that point that it being over. So, um, you know, at the end of the service where like I use these two, like the last time I just slid a ticket up there and ran away for her to cash out with somebody else. Um, this opportunity for me, because I had been disrespected along with my assistant, um, I took the opportunity to say, we're not necessarily breaking up, but I addressed it more in the sense that I just said, you know, I totally get that like you were running behind today and things happen, but we just can't have another um, episode like today. So listen, if I could go back and take anything (laughs) back, I would take the word episode back because it did explode into something that I wasn't using episode in in a malicious manner in the slightest. Um, No, but in your defense too, she had kind of, it was definitely a nerve-wracking she, appointment. Like, yeah, I mean, it, she had it was taken, like the lower ground for a while. Like, there yes, was times like, in her Instagram stories that she was calling out like other service providers yeah. in negative ways, mm-hmm. and it she, she was yeah, crazy. it was like kind of difficult to like watch. Where like, <laughs> I love to have my clients on social media because like I'm like your biggest fan. Like, listen, like I'm rooting for you, whatever you're doing. Like, right. Um, but then when you kind of watching somebody maybe behave in a manner that you're not really so over the moon about, it's like, ugh. it's hard. Um, and I do feel like when that incident happened that day, I was just next up on the chopping block because if I wasn't going to just accommodate bad behavior or accommodate, um, where she was at and her, her moment currently, then that meant that we were going to have our run in. And so when I did address it and it was very calm at the end, you know, we finished the services. Um, I made it work, but it really didn't work in a lot of ways for me that day. Right, um, I remember. And I just said what I, what I said before, like we can't have another episode like today. Um, that exploded into, you know, that other person, 
being angry and I was explaining that like we just had to have mutual respect for each other and that mutual respect ran to my assistant also and that we needed to all speak to each other kindly and um, I mean unfortunately not that I look for a show to go on but you did hear the entire thing because we were all sitting in the break room <laughs> yeah. eating um, and I I can confidently say with support that I know I didn't raise my voice and I know I stayed respectful you did not <laughs> and it just got to the point where I gave a few opportunities for us to clarify things and to get past it and we clearly were in a very toxic place so at the end I just said you know what I think that at this point, it's best if I just take your appointments out of the book. Um, and to which she started calling me honey and like waving her finger and like stormed <laughs> out. Um, of course, the immediate thing, because I kind of knew what was coming next, which is disappointing when you've had a connection with a client for years, yep. is I did have to block her on all of our business pages. That was the first thing I did. And I was right because... Um, within, I think, an hour or two, I was being smeared um, over dishonest things, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't even think it was an hour. Yeah, and... It was... Listen... It's hard to watch when you've seen... Well, when you have a personal connection at all and you've dealt with Mm -hmm. somebody, and I think it was the same thing for you, except it it was weird how... Well, she didn't engage me personally because right. that was kind of before her MO. Right. That MO started. Mm-hmm. So it was, she didn't call me out on social media or anything no. like that, but she was bad mouthing Saying it me. to other people right. where it was, it was unfortunate. It was, it was, ooh, I just got so passionate. I almost hit my microphone off the table. <laughs> um, it, it was a, it was a very weird, uncomfortable space to be in. And then of course, like same as it occurred, you know, during your fallout, then it was, you know, hearing different versions coming out and, um, I think that's what makes breaking up with clients or I guess the word firing clients, right? Well, yeah, so uncomfortable are, yeah, in today's sure. world because everything's screenshotable and everything's social media based. Yeah. And oh, for sure. And yeah. I think there's a difference too between like the stories that we've shared so far, like yeah. actually, which I would consider like this is us like firing, so to speak, a right. client right. versus just, you know, a client having to stop a service because they lost a job or they're relocating or right. whatever Or it they is. very well might be not happy with yeah. the services we're providing. Like I have had incidents where like, of course, like you've heard me say, I'm like the queen of pre-booking. Um, where somebody messages me like they cancel one appointment. And then I'm like, well, that's kind of weird if they're not like following up to reschedule yeah. or address another one. But sometimes it happens with just one. And then if they me- they cancel their second one, then I'm usually yep. like, okay, like, you know, do you want me to take out the rest from the book? And like some will provide a reason and some won't. You yeah. don't. They don't owe you a reason per se, um, but then I have to wonder too. So like, I don't think there's anything like we could have done different as far as that one person is no, concerned. That nothing. and it's coincidental that we both experienced it with the same person. So I think it speaks volumes to um, that person, uh, right? <laughs> um, there's some people that just mesh with some and me- don't mesh with others. Um, right. I think they're. Oh, there was a lot of lack of respect there, but that's a whole nother thing for another day. Boundaries. We have an episode coming. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Um, but, you know, I think, too, like one thing I even learned from that incident that makes me better for the next breakup, right? Because, like, I use those two examples to show my growth and, like, breakup. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think I'd even let that person come in because, like, I think there was enough forewarning that I was given with, like, the universe kind of throwing it at me that day even with, like, the exchange text-wise 
when that person was running late where I could have cut it off before they even came in. Right. But I was still being nice. Of course. Um, well, and you had more of a reason to allow that in a sense because you did like – her family's hair, yeah, and and, and, and I, hair yeah, and, stuff like and that, that's makes... exactly like what it is. Like it's never easy to break up, but it's always so much more difficult when, when like there's levels to it. Yeah. Um, and so, if I could go back and do anything different, like to alleviate even that incident coming through the door, I think it was obvious. Um, and some of those exchanges that maybe it would have been best for me to just say you know what let's hold off and we'll reschedule you or whatever it may be um but then I don't know like maybe I'm saying that now because we always say hindsight being 2020 and I'm also somebody that will always pull apart the things I did and feel guilty and you know because I'm like that of course I think everyone is to a certain degree yeah you know Um, I think with every breakup you have to take there's a takeaway from right. it. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of tough because it was like that day I was like, oh, I think this is going to be it. Like, I just had that weird feeling where you're like, this is it. It's uh, happening. going to be Like good. that yeah. meme, the Michael Scott. Right. It's happening. Yeah. Where you're like, ah. <laughs> um, and it's not easy. Like, it's not not stressful. It's always um, stressful. Yeah, like, it's not a good feeling where you're, like, empowered when you fire somebody. No. Um, And I think, too, like, the other thing, and and we do go back to, like, some conversations about mental health, right? Like, we've talked about that in previous Mm -hmm. episodes, too. And it's something that I really respect, and, and I definitely think, you know, we have to be cognizant on all sides. So sometimes you feel bad because you don't know what somebody's battling at home. Right. Now, it's true. And I'm such a sucker for that because, like, even when somebody's rude or nasty, like, I'm like, well, are they lashing out because of something that's going on that, like, we don't know about? Not that that makes that behavior okay. No, I would say, you know, kind of like how we were talking about, like, in our last episode with the silent services. Right. It's like almost like a one-off type of thing. It's yeah. like, okay, this person is having a bad day. Yeah. But if it's a continual behavior, right. that's where I draw the line because I am your service provider and not your servant. Right. So you're not going to treat me like I'm dirt on the bottom of your shoe. And that was like the difficult part for me. I mean, both of the incidences that I kind of bullet point, like it was just such blatant disrespect. And then you almost yeah. sit back for a minute and you're like, wow, like the only way somebody felt that they could get away with this is that I've let them get away with this yeah. up until this point. So you do have to have like a little bit of a point of self-reflection you do and you have to like stand up for your boundaries because I remember in the suites I think I told you about this one too I had a client she was every two weeks on a Saturday and I had a no child policy just mm-hmm. because in the suites it's a small space you know well, and it's also kind of tricky too when you're getting yes. your nails done like your it's... nails done and or your feet done and stuff like that right. and you know anyways don't bring your child unless you've talked to me beforehand. Right, and, and you've arranged worked, it. Right, and we've made mm-hmm. accommodations. But then it was, oh, I'm so sorry I had to bring her. My husband had to do this with my other kids. Okay, well, you know, next time let me know in advance. Yeah. And, like she acknowledged it. And then she would proceed to sit there while her child was running amok in, like, 100 square feet of space Mm -hmm. in the studio. And I'm just kind of looking at her like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, do you see what your child – like, your child is ripping apart, like, my studio. Right. As we speak. Right. So – I was, you know, again, reiterated, like, please let me know if you have to bring your daughter. You know, I need to make sure that my salon is safe. She could get hurt, blah, blah, blah. Two weeks later, same type of thing. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't have anyone to watch her, but my husband should be here in like 45 minutes. And it's like, 
awesome. Like your whole service. Right. Awesome. Great. So the last 15 minutes will be peaceful. And I think. Which, I mean, aside from peacefulness, like you just said, like you kind of have to pick stuff up and like move it out of the way. Right. Just to make sure like she's okay and like there's nothing breakable. I mean, there's a lot of nail polish bottles. (laughs) Like, you know. You know, or just like my nail art stuff. Like what if she dropped and cracked my iPad because right. she's being, you know, a four-year-old. Yeah, like, it's I get not it. her fault. It's not yeah. her, it's the mm-hmm. parent. And when the parent is sitting with her face and, you know, her nose in Facebook, yeah, and I'm the one who's like, please don't touch that. Yeah. And meanwhile, in my head, I'm like, you Satan's bond. Sit in the corner. <laughs> like, I'm looking at my client like, do help you not me. Like, see please this? help like, me. Like, yeah. Did she do this at home? Yeah. I'm panicking. Right. <laughs> so finally, I think it was like four times this happened. And I would go home after each one and complain to Evan. And he was just like, why are you allowing this? And I'd be like, well, I'm not. And he's like, you are you haven't said anything. And I'm like, oh, shit, I am. Yeah. So then I had to, you know, draft the breakup text. And it was kind of like, you know, these are my policies. This is what I have. This is why I have them. And I feel like you're not honoring those policies. So I think that it's best that you find another service provider, you know, from here on out. And I think the scariest thing for that wasn't that I stood up for myself. It was that she never answered. Yeah. So I took her appointments out. Yeah. I filled them because it was a Saturday morning. And yeah. like two weeks later, I was like profusely sweating and nervous because I was like. if she was going to come in or not. Yeah. Right. I was telling my client, I'm like, this could be a great appointment or it's going to be real awkward. And right. I'm so glad you're here. I know. <laughs> and you just never heard anything. I just never heard anything. Yeah. But you have to do that. Like. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to respect, like, not only your clients, but also they have to respect you. And, like, I think when that mutual respect isn't there. Anymore. Yeah. Then it's just, it's it's a wrap. It's It's done. Yeah. I mean, I had, um, like, a breakup on the opposite side. Like, somebody that I had done for years, um, you know, sent me a message that she was going to go in a different direction. She used to go to somebody previous to going to me, and that person came back into the industry. And, you know, at first she was planning on staying with me, and then we were transitioning her color. And to be honest, like, it was something that, like, not that I couldn't take on because I was capable of it, but um, – it was like I'm sure like we all can relate like it was just starting to be a stress-filled appointment because of what our goal to get to was and right. I knew like this was something that was not going to be an easy feat not that that meant I was turning my nose to it or saying like I didn't want to do it so when she finally decided to let me know that she was going to go back to that other person she sent me a really really nice message and just said like listen like you know, I just feel like I'm going to give it a shot, whatever, and and sent me the whole thing. And and I messaged her back because, like, so this is, like, a really important lesson, too, and I think that, like, it's so hard to not care. Right. Of course I cared. Of course. Of course it felt like a knife to my gut, like, because I was like, shit, what if I had done this different? What if I had done this different? If I had done this better and this better, then it would have gone X, Y, and Z and da 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 But that's not their job to absorb. Like, you Mm -hmm. being disappointed because they've chosen to go in a different direction is not their problem. Right. So my response to her was exactly what I genuinely meant. And I was like, you never have to feel sorry or have to apologize to me for feeling like you're making the best decision for yourself and for your hair. And if that means that you want to go to somebody else, that's totally okay. And you're more than welcome to come hang out anytime you want at the studio. Like, I, you know, I, I don't just love you because I take your money every few weeks. <laughs> and, you know, her response back was like, oh, my gosh, this was more stressful than breaking up with my husband. But I think what's <laughs> like is. important in those moments is like sometimes you have to say, like, first off, you can't do everybody's hair. Like, yep. 
we live in a very populated place in South Florida. I can't do everybody's hair. You can't do everybody's nails. And sometimes somebody that you wouldn't have ever expected to maybe go in a different direction decides that that different direction makes sense for them. It's not their job to know that your feelings are hurt. It's not their job to see if you're working in a big salon to see you staring at them in the mirror across the way. It's not their job. None of that's their job. Now, if you're talking about an incident where, you know, they're testing the waters, going to somebody else, but then still wanting to hold on to appointments with you. Like, I had an incident with one person, like, post-COVID, right? Um, She was... Like, before we even reopened, she was messaging me, like, well, is my appointment going to be valid, and when am I going to be rescheduled to? Now, she had yet to miss her appointment. Her appointment was laying, like, I think 10 days before we were set to reopen. Mm -hmm. But I had explained to her, like, technically, you got your hair done, like, right before shutdown. So when it comes to rescheduling, we are going to be rescheduling in the order that people were canceled out so meaning you're kind of at the end of the list for this round whatever um not whatever I was like nicely explaining (laughs) I was like but again please understand we're coming back from a pandemic like I'm going to be working 12 hour days I can only see one person at a time like I'm doing the best I can right so I think like three days later she was like she sent me something like I just don't want to take the risk da, da, da. but or I had to reach out to her I forget exactly how it went down but um, she was like well I think I'm gonna go to somebody else but then I'm not gonna cancel blah blah, blah. but then I am gonna keep this but then I don't know I'll let you know how it goes with this other person and I was like, yeah, I'm super sorry, but, like, I'm not going to be able to do that. Like, I'm just going to go ahead and take you out of the book for the time being. And, you know, if something doesn't work out, I can offer you my first available if you decide to come back. And it is what it is. Now, if we're being honest, it was kind of like a window was open and I was jumping through it. Um, if, we're, if we're, you know, it, it was could, just... We're honest. Let's be honest here. Right. Um, but it was more about the moment she started texting me, like, about worrying about that. Like, it was, like, a perfect example as to why we probably didn't mesh. Like, it wasn't even like, oh, my gosh, like, I can't be- like, I, I hope everything's going fine for you, whatever. Right. It was her being worried already about, like, her appointment that, like, she hadn't even missed yet. And I'm, like, thinking in my head, like, okay, I get it. But, like, we've been in a pandemic. Like, maybe ask how I am. Right. Right? Like, like be considerate. Like, hey, like, like, don't, like, of course there's nothing I can do if we're still shut down, right? Exactly. Like, but I... I can try to give you an answer, and if that answer is not good enough, like... It is what it is. I know, and it's not... Like, that's just, to me, an example of somebody that you don't mesh with, so... Exactly. When we were talking about dream clientele a few weeks a, a few weeks ago, like, those are, that's the example of a person that you had because you had the space... Yeah. And you needed it, and it was income, but now you're filtering out, mm-hmm. and you can replace her with somebody else who is who you want, is, like, part of your tribe, and that's right. what we have to do sometimes. Now, it sucks when, like, you get, like, one of those people who you feel is just, like, your tribe, and then they break up with you for whatever reason. Yeah. I mean, it sucks, it, but like you said, like, that's you know, that's on us to cope with that and to deal with that and to process that. And sometimes it's not even anything bad. We have another mutual client who is relocating the end of this year. She's moving out of state. And I'm heartbroken because Mm -hmm. I love her. And when we were moving um, appointments just recently, I was like, you're scheduled the week of Thanksgiving. Like, you're coming back then, right? Because maybe your house won't be ready. (laughs) I know. I know. I think, like, the last time she was in, too, I joked around about the fact that, like, we're going to go up there and visit and, like, do her hair and nails. (laughs) So, I mean, and I, 
This is yeah, somebody breakups who we come adore. in all forms. Yeah, like it, it happens. It's not always just like this messy, ugly. It's kind of exactly like dating. Like it's not yes. always going to be like messy. It's not going to mean that they cheated on you with somebody yep. else. It's not always going to be a knockout, dragout fight. Like sometimes it's that they're going to move away. Sometimes you just grow apart. Right. It's, sometimes you grow apart and it's like, it's not either one of us. Sometimes you're going to get the, it's you, it's not me. <laughs> and sometimes you'll get the, it's me, it's not you. Yeah. Like it, it's really like, there's not like a, a how to on how to handle it. I always say this though, you should care. Like yes. if it rolls off your back and you don't care, like, you need to have a point of self-reflection like right. because you should like it it shouldn't eat you alive the way it probably does me it for does a few days too. but <laughs> um it it should give you a little tinge it should make you hmm. i always say that like you know sometimes a breakup or something like that is almost good for you as a mm-hmm. business professional because sometimes you it need to be it's shaken into reality a little bit yeah. like why did they choose to leave not i'm not trying to sell them to come back because at the end of the day they've already left but why did they leave what did i do that i could have done differently was i showing up consistently for them yep. was i doing the things that i needed to do did I rush through some of their appointments? Were some of them like just maintenance and uh, whatever, and right. we were not really focusing on the things we should have been talking about? Yeah, I mean, sometimes you have to reflect and you have to say, like, I probably could have done some things better. And that's what's going to make you a better stylist or a better nail artist, whatever it may be, 100%. is actually reflecting. Like, you know, right. and even in the ugliest of the breakdowns, like, for instance, like my very first when the cape was thrown at me, I took away from that. Was there things that I could have done differently to right. alleviate this fallout happening the way it did? Right. Same thing with the more recent one that I, you know, I told you, uh, us about and we were talking about. Were there things I could have done differently? Did I handle it perfectly? First off, nobody's perfect, so we're never of all going to handle it perfectly. But are there things I would do differently the next time? Absolutely, you know. Um, yeah, no, you definitely it's have never, to. It's I think never the easy. anti kind of or whatever you call it, like it's getting upped all the time. I keep saying that with like the breakup stuff, and it is like there's another layer to it because like we have off days. Sometimes your product won't come out right. Sometimes yeah. something won't be blended that normally will be, and if you have that person that doesn't want to give you. The benefit of the doubt to say like oh you know they're human they made a mistake and they choose to bash you or to post about it and yep. to to rip you to shreds like it's scary like it's a scary feeling and i do think sometimes we hold on to those problematic clients for fear of that well and i think too social media has up that ante significantly because you know we always experience, I mean, especially you and I, since we do have such like a stable, loyal following, we always, they're always posting about, look at my hair, look at my nails. And they're so supportive of us that we don't see like the negative as often. Right. But if you're still building, I can see how it's scary mm-hmm. when you break up with somebody because are they going to post it on social media? Or if, you know, your salon is on Yelp, are they going to leave a bad review? And it's daunting because that could then trickle down and affect the rest of your business. Right. But if you are, you know, doing that self-reflection and thinking on it and doing the best that you can and constantly evolving as an artist or service provider, you know, I don't think that you will see it as much. Yeah. I think the most I see it now is when people raise their prices. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, listen. It happens to everyone. I raised my prices right before the holidays last year. Yeah. And, I mean, I won't lie. I did start getting a little cocky, and I was like, I haven't lost anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up losing two. Yeah. I lost two clients, but still, those two clients had been with me for years. They had followed me from when I was at the last salon I worked at to when I went independent and yeah. then to here. And it was a long relationship. And 
you know, I don't wish them any ill will. They just said that, you know, it was a little pricey for them and they were going to go somewhere else. Yeah. And I know my, I mean, I hate it when people say charge your worth, but, you know, I do know my worth and Mm -hmm. I know the service that and the quality that I provide. And it was okay because, I mean, again, I don't, I hate to sound cocky, but I get messages all the time of people wanting to get in and am I accepting new clients? Well, and I think that's exactly so, what it is. Like you, like somebody listening who's in the process of building, st- like still, um, don't you'll live get in there. fear. Yeah, like, you'll and get I there. think that's what's so hard. Um, listen, like when we go through our crazy moments still, or if we have a breakup, like if you don't think we're venting to each other, the same as like <laughs> we vent to each other about normal breakups, yep. like having a friend or, you know, some people in the industry that you can kind of go to and you can talk is so important. Yes. And that doesn't mean like you're shit talking, but venting and talking it out can sometimes set you up for some guidance too. Yeah. To hear that maybe there are some things you could have done differently. Maybe you could have adjusted a few things that you did on your end, or they're just there to listen to you as you vent and you're frustrated. You're allowed to be frustrated, you right. know? Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think, I mean, that means you're human. Yeah. And you care about like your business and your clients and things like that. I mean, there's been times when I've, I know the first time I raised my prices after being independent, you know, it was like a big price increase Mm because I had done like several classes that year. And I want to say like I raised it like $10. I probably lost like 10 clients and I was panicking and like, oh shit, did yeah, I make the right like decision? Yeah, feeling like your stomach feels like you're on that pirate ship ride oh. at the carnivals. Yep. Like Where when you, you get the text. Oh, you're like, oh God, I lost another oh, one. No. Oh yeah. Yeah. I broke no, it's down. Tough. I cried. Yeah. I won't lie. I mean, like, it's not easy. It's never easy. And then, you know, you post your availability online and it's like, you see more people coming in and all of that. And then it's like, okay, I did make the right decision because these people want to get in with me. And yes, we have an episode coming on pricing, but they want to pay my new prices. Right. So that's so, an exciting feeling. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that that's like the thing. You can't stay stagnant. You can't stay stagnant because of fear. Yeah. Um the people that will want to stay with you will stay with you. And as long as you create, like, good relationships, and that's, I think, something you can totally agree with, eight or nine out of your ten breakups are going to just be because maybe they've decided they can't afford or, you know, you guys have just outgrown each other, but it's not anything personal where it's yep. ugly or dirty or, no. you know, anything like that. I mean, I feel like we did highlight some of the ugly and dirty today, but, you know, you have to. Because I also think that's important, too. Like, we have to talk about it. We can't be, like, you can't live in fear of bringing it up because you're like, oh, I don't want to make anybody upset. No, you're... You're going to piss people off. Yeah. And people are going to piss you off. Inevitably. Like, that's, especially in today's world, I mean, you are destined to offend somebody. Somebody. It's never, you're never going to be everybody's cup of tea. No, not at all. And, you know, like you said, you have to create those friendships within the industry and talk about it and vent about it. Mm -hmm. Maybe not on social media. I mean, I don't know. I was getting the screenshots. That was a good one, though, when she, the screenshots. Oh, damn. I was getting them. Yeah. Like, well, I only got them from like two people. I got them from a lot because my clients <laughs> happen to. Oh, they'll yeah. go deep. They'll be like, yeah. girl, who am I fighting today? But I think that that's like what speaks for it, too, is like even that incident. Like those are some they're your clients, the people who yep. like had seen it go down. And I have a. I let's call it a business relationship with them because we work in the same salon and right. you know they know that Julian and I I guess we're the owners of the salon but it's not really <laughs> like that everybody's their own business owner but you get what I'm saying so like yeah. they're a part of all of our stories yep. and we've created a connection too so when those things came out um of course, they had questions. They screenshotted it. They wanted to know about it. And yeah. I think one thing that I did take away from this incident, 
I kind of knew that I was going to get dragged, um, unfortunately. Like, yeah. But I knew it was kind of coming. Like, that day, I just... Maybe I'm a little intuitive sometimes, dare I say it. <laughs> but I just kind of, like, had a feeling. Um, is function the way that you will be proud to explain after? Exactly. Because one thing I will say and what I took away from that incident, while there's things that I would maybe learn from and perfect, when somebody comes up and asks me about the story – I can repeat it with confidence, knowing that I remained respectful and professional, despite yes. what whatever slides were being posted and whatever. <laughs> I know the truth, right? Um, and let yes, of course, there's the two sides to every story thing and all of that stuff. Absolutely, um, but when but one I, side is clear and professional and right. one is clearly unfortunately false um right like it 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 gives you the opportunity to i wouldn't say the word defend yourself because you don't have to defend yourself to anybody but when you recant the story when you talk about it if somebody mm -hmm. brings it up again i wouldn't say go out of your way to be kikiing with everybody because then you kind of stoop to that same level but of course like questions were asked and whatever um you want to be able to tell that story and to tell it in a way that you felt you've represented your business well. Exactly. And so that's the biggest takeaway from that. Was it flustering? Were my kneecap shaking underneath <laughs> my pants because I'm not like a super combative person? Absolutely. Um, were my feelings hurt? 130%. Like, I am not somebody that's going to sit here and be like, oh, fuck that shit. Doesn't even matter. Like, <laughs> no, like, that's not, a, it wasn't a good feeling, right? No. Like, to know that you're being posted about or whatever. Um, but you have to remain professional because yes. that's the one thing that you have to be the most protective of, uh, yourself included. Right. On there. Of but course. You've worked so hard for this business, you've worked so hard for what you have. If you let one person shake you to the point that you lose your cool and potentially damage your reputation because you've lost your cool, is that worth it in the end? Exactly. No. It's not worth it. So, on today's episode of Jerry Springer. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Welcome to our TED Talk. Yeah. <laughs> but... I think that's where that's it. Yeah. I'll get I off mean, my soapbox now. No. Don't be scared. Don't live in fear of it. No, you can't. It's it's bound to happen. Yes. At some point, you're mm -hmm. going to get the negative review. You're going to have a client break up with you. It's, right. It's whatever. Yeah. And you just have to reflect. Look back on it and know that either it sucks and it's a lesson or it sucks, and we move on. Yeah. Right. And there's lessons in everything. In everything. Yeah. With that being said, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. <laughs> As always, <laughs> you can go ahead. We both went to go say the same thing at the same time. As always, if you want any... Um, if you have any questions, feedback, you want to tell some stories, of course, anonymous stories... Um, you can go ahead and DM us over at the Beauty Beast Podcast, or you can email us at thebeautybeastpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, and our next episode will be discussing our beauty school experiences. Oh, shit. So please tell us all about yours if you're in beauty school mm -hmm. or you are done and all of that. We just want to yeah. hear everyone's experience. Mm -hmm. Get your rolling toolkits ready. Oh, we are so ready. <laughs> Have an awesome day.